Welcome to Chit Chat, a judgment-free forum for conversation around hot topics that impact the Indian American community, inspired by the latest episodes from Family Karma, the first all-Indian American reality TV show on Bravo. So we're back today to discuss dating in the Indian community or dating as an Indian woman. Growing up, dating was something that wasn't really talked about amongst my family. Of course, I would hear things among friends and in school, like, like you do. But there was this expectation, oddly enough, when I turned 22, I would say, to get married right away, when I was taught nothing about the dynamics of dating. I feel like I was taught to only focus on your studies immediately practically like day after graduation on college from college and you got your job it's the conversation dramatically shifts to cool so have you been dating people it's very jarring i have a weird experience here and it's um definitely the anomaly but um my parents didn't have like never wanted me to get married um and like they've never wanted me to date and they've never wanted me to like they just want me to sit, like, sit with them at home all the time and like never leave. Um, and so, so I mean, I remember. Sorry. Are they disappointed about your engagement? <laughs> <laughs> never leave us. With my first boyfriend, my dad like took me aside and he was like, Neha, you just have to be honest with me. You have to tell me the truth. And I was like, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace myself. I'm going to be honest with him. He like, took a big breath and he was like, I just need to know if you kissed him. And I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I was like, but you know, like when you're dating in your teens, like it's, it's not, you don't have this expectation of marriage, right? Like it's supposed to be just for fun and you're just exploring and like getting to know yourself, getting to know how you are in a relationship. But I do remember as a teenager that there already were like off limit groups that you were not supposed to date. Mm. And, and and I, and I wonder why, because I feel like as a teenager, it's really just, it's fun. Also, they don't think they, they understand the concept of dating, right? Because they never did it. So how could they really impart that? I didn't really date too much in high school, but whenever I did date in college or even after college, it was actually something that I would keep to myself. If anything became serious that's when I would bring my parents into the mix. I um, exclusively dated in Miami so they actually knew everybody I dated fairly well and it was it was a very open discussion which was nice and you know I think I had ideas of what off-limit groups there were um, but I obviously you know I ended up marrying one of the off-limit groups <laughs> so, um, so maybe I didn't you know that memo didn't quite get to me there was an article that the New Yorker wrote about family karma is that it's one of the first shows on TV it's not the first time that Daisies, brown people Indians have been on TV but it's the first time that you see Indians dating Indians or um, dating chemistry, sexual tension between Indians like there is in Monica and Brian with, um, you know, Mindy Kaling, Aziz Ansari, all the prior depictions, you know, Cal Penn and um, other uh, movies that, you know, they've been in, there's usually a white male or female protagonist that they're after or they date and they're just like, oh yeah, they're a brown person on TV, but they're just like everyone else. We just want to blend in. There's no subculture. It is kind of unique to see Indians dating other Indians on TV. And um, is it that you date other ethnicities, other religions, maybe even other regions of India, but when it's time to settle down, you get, you kind of hone in on what's expected out of you from your parents. When you're at that age where you feel you're ready for marriage. And I think even 
Sean says it on the show where like, I don't take it serious unless it's Indian. I don't remember explicitly being told that I had to marry an Indian or Cindy, but I do feel like I received these subliminal messages that it would mm -hmm. just probably be easier if I did. As a young kid, one of my um, older cousins was, was Cindy and she was marrying someone Gujarati. And that was already like a, a big no-no. In the end, they got married and they're very happy and everybody loves him. Just marrying outside your region of India is such a, a big thing. Maybe it relates back to maintaining your culture. It's not comparable to America where like if you're from a different state, you're different. Like different states in India actually do have different languages, a different culture. So I don't know if that's their way of trying to maintain that. I remember growing up with you guys and I almost feel like um, it was a little bit different where I didn't have that, what I thought was kind of like a wedding camp which is what like the Cindy Samalan to me was. Um, for me. I opted out of those, so I will opt out of this conversation. Me too. Sheetha <laughs> and I can definitely speak to that. So just, yeah. just to give you, the, the listeners, a little bit of context, India is a subcontinent. It's very large. There are different regions and states, like Sheetha mentioned. We all have our own subcultures. Neha, Sheetha, and Amrita, we're all Cindy. We're a culture that have spread out all over the world. Uh, we don't have a place to go back to in India for several different political reasons. And so because of that, I think there's a lot of pride and people really want to hold on to their culture that that speaks to some of the the ideas and customs that, that we have that sometimes are frustrating and a little bit hard to relate to so we'd have these sort of conferences i guess you'd call them with the purpose of socializing but there was one in particular called young the adults where you have to be between the ages of 21 and 40 to go there and they were really strict about that and basically what it what it is is a convention that allows you to meet other singles and get married that's all it is the singles convention sounds like love yeah. island do you yeah. think you, your parents would have wanted you to go there if they knew that everybody was just hooking up with everybody i don't think they thought people were actually hooking up i think they thought that people were going there with the intent of meeting others who wanted to get married and who were serious about that only i think it goes back to the idea of you know not being maybe they're not as familiar with what dating is like. I've gone to more Indian-focused social events in New York, and it's essentially the same thing, like professional organizations that are just for Indian people. You would think, because professional is in the title, that it's meant to be, you know, great for career building or networking, but it's definitely not that. It's a meat market. I don't think Cindy's are the only subgroup of people that do, do this. No, I mean, not at all. Right. Birthright, um, I think Parsis, and I think you're, I, I like Vrishika's, um, you know, analysis of this, that it's actually usually a group of people that don't necessarily have a place to call home or home is extremely far away where like, you know, you may not be connected to it. If you are a Jewish person born in the United States, you may not necessarily go back to Israel. So maybe the, that's the birthright trip kind of helps you reconnect with the roots that you haven't yet been exposed to. I wish I had like a dating like hookup fest. And I also thought that that kind of also started the conversation with your parents, you know, where it was like an easy thing where you could just be like, oh, you know, this is what I'm looking for in a partner. I wonder if it's more emphasized and, you know, some of you who have um, brothers, um, is it more emphasized for males or females to date within the community and then eventually marry in the community. I actually asked my mom this, do you want me to mar marry Indian or date Indian? Do you want me to marry a Cindy person? And what she said was actually not, not, not about culture at all. And it was more so about security. It was more so about being able to learn more about 
the family and through the auntie network, it's so easy to learn about the family. And when you get married, you ultimately marry into a family. So it was more so about just making sure that we were being um, taken care of, you know, once we were actually got married. My brother, to answer your question, Priyanka, Priyanka was under very different and probably no standards. I don't think they've ever put any sort of restriction on who he would want to date or marry. I have a younger brother. From a young age, I was told to date, uh, not date, but to eventually marry someone Indian, but not only Indian, Cindy was the expectation. For my brother, they told him the same thing, but the big difference is, is that he was allowed to date when we were in high school, for example. We openly dated uh, girls that were not Indian, uh, brought them to our house growing up, would go to their house and spend Thanksgiving with them. I was not allowed to date, period. And when I was at some point I just you know those things upset me and I'd have these conflicts with my parents and kind of challenge them push the boundaries a bit um to this day it's just a double standard that just exists and uh it's wrong but it, it exists and you know I I hope that that's something that will change Grant, I know you have a sister I wonder if it was different for you yeah, I mean, I feel like my parents learned a lot of lessons from me, and then they were very strict with my sister. <laughs> and she was, like, the perfect child. So. Usually it's the other way around. Like, you wear yeah. them down, and then the younger sister can yeah, get away with no more. wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I always had a lot of open conversations with my parents. Um, there was not a lot of secrecy. Yeah, I think that's the same for me. Like, I, dating was, it was okay. Like, my parents accepted it. But I do think that there were different expectations. Your son could perhaps be living in with your significant with your significant other whereas your daughter should not be doing that it's weird because your son is still doing that with someone else's daughter so <laughs> i don't know it's That's just true it's i was allowed to date so to speak but also i was living away from home for college and when they found out i was dating someone they sort of forbid me to date the person and made me break up with him and i didn't and that was a source of conflict too um so there, i had a lot of restrictions growing up with dating. I'm trying to think about like what how I would treat my own kids and I kind of feel like I would be more protective over the girls and if not I mean the only reason being that I would just be more worried about her physical safety and I don't know how to change that. I think it sounds like a, a theme that we're that we're kind of all coming to. I myself didn't have an open a chance to have open conversations with my parents where you can talk about things like safety in a relationship or what's appropriate and what's not appropriate in, in dating. And so I do feel like having communication and conversation about those topics is a form of protection because as we know, it's inevitable. Your, your child guy or girl, regardless of their sexual orientation or, or their preference, whatever it might be, they are going to be in a situation where they're attracted to someone and are going to want to date them. When you kind of go into dating in a very with a very blind mindset, I think that's when it kind of gets a little scary. One of the conflicts I remember having with my parents was, um, you know, after I graduated med school, I wanted to move in with my now husband for one year. And they, it wasn't about safety. You know, they knew that I'd been dating Osman for about a year at that point. What will people think if you're living together? And, you know, in my honest opinion to that, I don't know, are they going to be involved in my like marital life? Like, isn't it nice that I can live with him? And if the I have answer, a, yes, they will be involved. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I was just like, you know, isn't it nice that if I had a horrible fight that I could actually like have a home to go to um, and figure it out before I 
am married to this person forever and it's a little bit more complicated to leave than breaking a lease. <laughs> and I remember my parents were just being like, but wait, what about the aunties? And I was like, I mean, screw the auntie network. At some point you have to say, what about my own life? I felt like it built a solid foundation and it was important for us to live together. And I'm glad I kind of like fought with my parents. And ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky that my parents were open-minded enough not to accept it, you know, and bless it necessarily, but to deal with it. It's like practice for marriage. I don't respect the auntie network. Yeah. You fear yeah. it. You fear it. I don't know. I don't fear it. I, I don't want any implication for my parents. It's here. for them. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like if we did, like everybody would come to realize that all your kids are doing the same thing. It's like somebody has your beloved mom's like head, the auntie network literally has your like mom's like, head <laughs> and it is, you know, like a headlock, whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, if you don't behave a certain way or you don't keep this a secret, like I'm going to like, you know, her reputation's gone. Like, you know, she's no longer invited to like ladies lunch. Except that everyone's kids are doing the same thing. Yeah. So I, I wish that they would just realize that because that's the truth. I feel yeah. like it's be such an interesting social experiment to get together with like a hundred Indian parents and their kids and play Never Have I Ever, where you're like, <laughs> never have I ever lived with my... <laughs> like, Everybody's like, head would be down the entire time. Sounds like, like Sheetal's baby sh or bridal shower. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite prankas. That is my favorite too. Wait, I loved it. Somebody needs to share that, that story now, please. It was with our moms. So anyway, we're playing bridal bingo, and it's like flower bouquet. And I was like, you know, a group of flowers, flower bouquet. Everybody got it. <laughs> Tierra, you know, beautiful princess Sheeple is getting married. I had to use the word in a sentence and make it like, you know, really heartwarming. The word table came up and I could not think of any way to use the word table, table <laughs> in any sort of way. Like I could not think of anything that a table would be useful for not in a like wedding. Eating. No not bad. eating. So it was like table. Sheeple and Nithin will have sex on a table. And... <laughs> I can still picture all the aunties in the room frozen. It was like a movie where like all you heard was like a fourth, like. Everybody was in shock that like sex happens after marriage. Well, thank you Priyanka for teaching us all one more way to use our tables. Now we know that the dating experience is different for women and men in the South Asian culture. Maybe open communication and education among family members can change double standards for future generations. Thank you so much for tuning in to our latest episode of Chit Chat. If you have any questions for the Chit Chat crew, have topics you'd like us to discuss, or just want to share your feelings, please feel free to email us at ilovechitchat at gmail.com. Don't forget, chat is spelled with two A's. Talk soon.